It's time to rethink everything, to redo the rule book, to explore smarter ways to work and rediscover what's possible. It's time for a fresh take on how technology and creativity are changing the way work gets done. I'm Susan Campbell. Welcome to The Big Rethink. Today's episode is about how grocery stores are adapting to changing customer needs and buying patterns. Matt Judkins, Director of Corporate Marketing Communication at Hussman Corporation, is joining us to discuss recent industry shifts and the technologies that have made it possible for the grocers to adapt. Welcome, Matt. Thank you, Susan. Glad to be here today. Hey, this is going to be an interesting conversation. I love a good trip to the grocery store. So um, tell me a little bit about uh, your organization and how uh, you guys serve the grocery industry. Yeah, so Hussman has been around for more than 100 years. Harry Hussman started the company back in 1906, St. Louis, Missouri. And back in 1917, he created and patented uh, the first meat-cooled case. And so with the start of that, really, he enabled what is now the modern grocery store. Before that, there was no real way to keep foods fresh. And that patented technology has really carried on decade after decade um, Hussman is really a highly engineered company. It's the big focus of what the company's all about. And the main part of that focus is refrigeration. And that refrigeration enables uh, you know, food retailers to keep foods fresh, to keep them cool, even all the way down to frozen temperatures. So that innovation's really been around for more than 100 years and really proud to be uh, to kind of serve that portion of the food retail industry. That's cool. Uh, pun intended. <laughs> always. Puns are always good, no matter where you're at. So I'm a fan. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Uh, so 2020 drastically changed how consumers shop and eat. Can you explain how the consumer behaviors shifted and how the grocery stores are adapting to that change in behavior? Yeah, there, there has been so many changes in, in all industries, right? Not just in food retailing. But food retailing has seen almost a resurgence, if you will. A lot of folks, um, the trends had been really geared towards uh, more restaurants, more picked up uh, foods that are pre-made right. and things like that. But what we've seen through the pandemic, really starting here in the U.S. and in North America back in the February, March timeframe was people going back out. They're going to grocery stores. They're stocking up again, um, <laughs> buying everything from your traditional boxed goods. Uh, to uh, fresh foods, especially. Um, there have been some other trends in food retailing as well over the course of the last decade plus where you know folks really want it to be able to get the fresh foods. They want it deli meats, right? They wanted a salad bar in their grocery store. Well, all mm -hmm. of a sudden, here comes COVID and the grocery st stores say, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, we can't do that from a health standpoint um, and a safety standpoint. So Hussman had really been at the forefront of creating a lot of those um, merchandisers and cases, creating those refrigeration solutions for those types of outlets within the grocery store. And we've had to change and adapt uh, with the food retailers. And as we started looking at some of what was happening in the industry, we saw a real changing dynamic happening, right? So here you have these big salad bars, for instance, uh, in a grocery store. Well, you can't just pick those up and move them, you know, it, it, it takes planning. It takes, um, you know, a, 
strategy on what are we going to do now with this piece of equipment? Are we going to take it out of the store? Can we replace it? Can we repurpose it? And so Hussman came up with a lot of different solutions to help retailers with items just like that. Consumer Mm -hmm. behaviors changed a ton too. You know, people did not want to come in contact. If you think back to March, April, and May timeframe, really those early days when the COVID pandemic was hitting the United States, folks wanted to stay at home. You know, they didn't want to have a lot of contact with a lot of other folks. And frankly, food retail outlets, they have a lot of people in them at any one given time. So they wanted ways where they could go and conveniently pick things up without coming in contact with others. Uh, They wanted ways that they could order before they get there so their goods could be uh, ready for them um, and, and really be contactless as much as possible to really save themselves from possibly getting infected. And so all of a sudden, We've seen e-commerce really explode over the last 20 years in a lot of different uh, areas, but it had really not yet penetrated food retail in the way that it has over the last nine to 11 months. And all of a sudden that technology fast forwards, you know, you've had companies like Amazon out here for uh, well more than a decade. Um, They do deliver some groceries, but what we also saw from the grocers is a big need for those fresh foods. And that's right in the Hussman wheelhouse, right? We really pride ourselves on being able to control temperatures, whether it's the ambient temperature, whether it's the cool temperature for like milk or eggs or fresh produce, things like that, or frozen temperatures. You know, those, those mm-hmm. were the big problems that companies haven't been able to solve for. And so Hussman has created solutions uh, for the food retailers to be able to, to have those convenient delivery methods, things like our smart exchange locker where... A customer could go online, they could order their groceries for the day, we could put those in the locker, and at a set time, they would be able to come by, pick those up without ever coming in contact with somebody. And so those types of solutions have really been pushed to the forefront of food retailing and fast-forwarded, really, if you will. Over the last nine yeah, months. Yeah, so you're really changing sort of that last mile delivery and fulfillment of a food order with with the lockers then, right? Yeah, and last mile really has been a buzzword for maybe the last five years or six years. How do how do people solve for that, right? In this day and age where people are on the move, um, they want convenience and they want fresh and they want it to be safe. And they want to know that the things that they're getting um again, are going to be of the highest value. And so the, the fresh foods are really where they want to go. And that last mm-hmm. mile, getting that last mile fulfilled is, is really key. So I just mentioned the smart exchange locker. That's part of the, the last mile delivery. You know, you've right. got a lot of companies out there right now as well. You think about Shipped or you think about Instacart, companies like that. We are working hand in hand with those types of companies um, who then partner with food retailers uh, to help fulfill, whether it is taking a box of groceries or a, several bags of groceries right up to the doorstep, or perhaps we have one of our smart exchange lockers in an apartment complex where a fulfillment mm-hmm. company or the food retailer could actually drop the groceries off or the or the goods, and they're right there to be picked up. So we're helping solve some of those solutions right now. And we really do it directly with the food retailers as well. Um, if they want to partner with a company like an Instacart, well, then we can work hand in hand with them. We're already doing it. If they'd rather kind of go it alone and they need some out-of-the-box solutions, Hussman can provide those as well for that last mile delivery. What what other technologies sort of come into play to facilitate that delivery of the last mile? Yeah, you know, the, there's several things. And I, I think technology, people always think of technology sometimes as kind of sci-fi, right? It's what's the latest laser or what's, you know, 
Are, are we getting the latest uh, digital television or something like that? Uh, technology comes in a variety of ways, really. And um, again, I talked about it a few moments ago. What Hussman is really about is engineering. We have the most highly engineered products out there in the marketplace to help control temperatures. And so a couple of things that we have done from that end is really looking at how we can better um, make sure that we maintain those temperatures. I mentioned the smart exchange locker. This is the third time now. It's really a big deal um, because this is a game changer for food retail. Again, you've had that in, in regular retail for dried goods, but now when you can control temperatures, it allows people to have a lot more convenience. So that's one area on the refrigeration end. Then we start to think about uh, other areas as well that make it easier for retailers to fulfill. Um, Hussman's Aperion brand, um, that's the electronic shelf labels, allow retailers to do a variety of different things. Um, number one, from a labor standpoint, they can insert these digital uh, electronic shelf labels. It allows them to save on the labor from having to change prices out within the store, but it also allows them to easily go out and pick items directly off the shelves. It can identify with a little blip or a little signal exactly where in the store somebody needs to go and do a, a pickup, kind of a click and collect type model where somebody would order and then you've got, say, 15 items. Well, the stores need to be as efficient as possible, right? So they need to know mm -hmm. how to get from item one to 15 as quickly and as efficiently as possible. So those electronic shelf labels can identify those products within the store and people know exactly where they're going to pick up because they'll light up right there on the shelf. So it's technologies like that right now that are really exploding with the food retailers. Yeah. And that's sort of taking a page out of the warehouse uh, pick and pack model, right? It is completely. And, and so you mentioned the warehouse, right? Because those electronic shelf labels play very well right there. We've seen the RFID technology out there for a long mm -hmm. time. This takes it one step further uh, for them. It, help, it can also help them control inventory as well. So it can kind of count different parts and pieces uh, that they may, may want to know, what do we still have left out there in the warehouse and things like that? And it all does right. it right with the computer interface, all from, from one central terminal or multiple terminals. So, you know, say you have a, have a grocery uh, outlet um, that has a, five warehouses in 500 stores, right? Well, they can look at that from one terminal or at any of those different remote locations that they want to. Um, all that data gets fed into one central source. From those shelf labels? Yes, Oh, that's pretty nice. I, I, I could see like a consumer um, extension for that, right? If people have trouble finding things in the grocery store. I mean, can you imagine if on your app you put in what you wanted to buy at the grocery store and then the little beacons just directed you to each of those things? Well, now we're getting into the sci-fi, aren't we? It's not quite laser technology, I, right? But you got the little LED lights popping up as well. Yeah, I like that. Could you work on that for me? We're definitely working on that. You know, I, I do, you know, as you mentioned that, one other little anecdote or... Uh, advantage of the electronic shelf labels are we're starting to, you know, they're all digitized. So um, you can actually put designs, you can put ads directly on those uh, labels. And we help our partners uh, in the food retail outlets do that. Um, so it's just now at about putting $9.99 on there. It's also right. about, hey, you know, buy two, get three free or a different ad for if you want this, you might also want this, those types of things. So we can enable those uh, right. right through the interface as well. That's pretty slick. And probably price changes become a lot easier with that technology. They do. <laughs> no more so labeling. Again, from the, from <laughs> one central source, right? That cuts down on your labor. Uh, your labor. And uh, the, the other part of it, too, is you can do price adjustments at any point in time, right? It's real time. So say you right. know that you sell 
a majority of your items from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. in a certain area. Well, you can adjust your prices if you wanted to, to be higher or lower, or you can run discounts at that point in time. You could run, you know, you could run a coupon right on the, on the electronic shelf label. So all kinds of different technology that goes into that, that are really beneficial to the consumer as well. That's pretty nice. I, uh, there's, uh, it, it's interesting how you say, you know, sci-fi, you think sci-fi versus, but the, sure. the technology really, I mean, when you co- stop and think about it, I m- remember when uh, the cashier used to have to key in the price of a, of an item at the, at the checkout, you know, now we're just sort of scanning and going. So I think uh, the more technology we can drive throughout the experience, what I also like us to get to the point where you just drive your grocery cart through the checkout and it scans everything at one moment. <laughs> it's coming. There's no doubt about it. I think there's there's bits and pieces of it out there already. We're seeing some of the Amazon technology that's out there with, you know, you don't even have to go to a register any longer. You walk in, you yeah, grab your goods and it identifies you and you have a pay system and and all that kind of stuff. So it's getting very close. And and again, we started the conversation talking about how the impact of COVID has has uh, changed things, that has really fast-forwarded those types of technologies in food retail. Yeah. So uh, another impact um, from our friendly pandemic uh, this year, um, supply chain got so disrupted and so impacted. Um, what about temperature control through the supply chain? And what you know what's happening from your perspective on uh, temperature control throughout supply chain and sustainability for for, uh, grocers. Yeah. And I think that's awfully, awfully important. You know, you mentioned really there's two aspects to what you're talking about there. One being able to control the temperature, right? Um, anywhere from getting the goods from whether it's a dairy or a farm or, um, a butcher shop or whatever into the store or to the location, Mm -hmm. maybe it's from a warehouse to the store location. And then from there, getting it within the store, how do we control those temperatures? Um, Again, when we talk about Hussman, that's what Hussman's built on. It was the innovation to create that first meat case to keep meat cool, but really exploded into then how do we keep other foods fresh? Um, How do we then go into frozen foods. It enabled the first uh, frozen foods uh, to be put into the marketplace. Um, you know, and ultimately, while Hussman didn't create the microwave, but you think about that, you might have a frozen food that then goes from the freezer directly to the microwave. Well, if we didn't have that first step with being able to keep those frozen foods from A to B, you know, you wouldn't be able to, to really have that, uh, that instant meal, so to speak. So um, the supply chain is, is very important. Food safety is very important. You know, there is probably not a month that, that goes by where you don't have some type of outbreak um, where, mm. you know, you've got to destroy food or, you know, a recall on ground beef or, you know, lettuce got, uh, got contaminated or something like that. So temperature control is very key. Um, and, and really, that's why folks come to Hussman. Uh, we have the reputation of being able to really keep those temperatures as consistent as possible at constant rates. And that is one of the biggest keys to food safety, more so than mm-hmm. anything else uh, in the industry. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say um, with the with the importance of keeping, you know, f- food cold through the transportation and supply chain um, and talking about sustainability and how we can um, move towards a more sustainable refrigeration. What are you guys um, investigating from that perspective? Well, investigating is a big part of it, but really what are we doing too? Uh, This day and age, Mm -hmm. uh, sustainability, I think you're starting to see this across all industries, right? How do we make the world a better place, right? It, It is center 
to what Panasonic is all about. And so when we talk about Hussman and Panasonic, Panasonic acquired Hussman in 2016. And part of both of those two companies really um, are looking at how do we better serve the world? You know, if, if for lack of a better way, a tagline for Hussman is uh, better businesses, better partners, better world. That aligns directly with the same uh, mottos that Panasonic has, right? And mm-hmm. we're seeing that across all of food retail as well. Whether you look at the big players like a Walmart or a Target or a Kroger, you know, they have sustainability plans where they want to be carbon neutral by certain dates on their calendar as a company, right? And sometimes it's easier for the bigger companies to do that, right? They've got the resources, right. they've got the manpower, they've got the know-how, they're investing in it. But we're also seeing that with regional players and smaller players as well. They want to be sustainable as well. You think about a lot of maybe your your neighborhood grocer. Well, who do they do business with? They do business with the local dairy. They do business with the local local farms, right? And so that in and of itself is a bit sustainable, but they want to take it the next step. So they want to make sure their stores also are saving energy and they're using refrigerants that are, you know, more friendly to the environment. So really over about the last decade or so, Hussman has really invested in a couple of different areas, one of which is our uh, propane R290 micro DS solution. So that's one natural refrigerant that is low GWP. And then also the CO2 side as well, which is another um, uh, sustainable and environmentally friendly refrigeration system that has very little impact on the overall uh, atmosphere and environment. So those are two big ones. What we have found, though, really over the, the course of us really diving into and releasing these uh, products to the market and solutions to the market is that it's not a one size fits all. Um, a lot of it has to do with environment. Um, so CO2 may not work as well in one area, um, and you may want to go to a propane solution. Or maybe you have a blended refrigerant with a lot lower uh, impact on the environment than what you currently have in your stores. Um, the other big part of it is leak rates. So Hussman is constantly looking at how do we limit those leak rates into the atmosphere for things that are not natural. You know, that's a big part of it, too. And we do uh, a tremendous amount of work with our service and install teams to make sure that they're the most highly uh, trained technicians in the industry. You know, so that's an important part, too. It's just not about the actual product that you're putting in there, but it's about how you install it and then how do you maintain it, too. So those are very important pieces to that puzzle also. Okay. So, uh, it's my favorite part of the, of the discussion. So the, the looking ahead piece, right? So get out your crazy eight ball or your uh, crystal ball, whatever you consult, um, time to start making some predictions for the industry or the coming year. Um, what, what would you say some of the things you think are coming, uh, the way of the retail grocery industry? Yeah. So I think we've hit on a lot of them. Um, the food retail crystal ball tends to move a little bit slower than than crystal balls <laughs> for, say, a normal retail or other industries. But it's really caught up here, uh, much so, uh, much more so, excuse me, in the last year. Um, I think we're going to look at some trends that are going to continue, um, one of which is the burgeoning e-commerce um, mm-hmm. area for grocery. And uh, Hussman has what we call the e-grocery solutions, where we really support 
grocers and food retailers, convenience end of things, uh, in all the areas where they need, whether it is from uh, the initial ordering setup piece all the way to kind of the picking and the storage piece, and then that last mile delivery that we talked about. And that dovetails into the next one. Consumers more and more are going to want that convenience. How do we continue to push the envelope? So I think you're going to start to see more and more um, investment in that last mile from a refrigeration standpoint, right? We have certain mm-hmm. things that we can do right now. We've outlined those, a smart exchange locker and whatnot, but how can we then make sure that we have those consistent temperatures all the way to the doorstep? You see things now like you know, maybe packing a, a box in dry ice. Well, that's only as efficient as the temperature outside as well. And you can, um, you can make those boxes or coolers pretty airtight and whatnot so they can hold a temperature for a certain amount of time. But what happens if Maybe you get a fender bender You're on the way You're in Houston. Home. You're in Houston. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, or in Florida, right? Um, so, right. It, you know, that may not hold up. So how do we continue to push the envelope? And this is one area where Hussman is working directly with our parent company, Panasonic. Um, there's a lot of technologies over the years that have been developed by Panasonic that are used in other industries. Now we're start- starting to see if we can bring those into food retail to really keep those temperatures consistent. So those areas, I think, uh. are huge. And then the final one is, uh, Susan... It's the sustainability piece. It's those uh, low impact refrigerants. I think that is going to continue uh, to push. You know, you've got uh, agencies like the Department of Energy. Um, you've got CARB out of California. You've got the EPA. They want to see a better environment. And Husman wants mm-hmm. to do its part. So we're going to continue mm-hmm. to work with the retailers for those best solutions. I think you're going to see their sustainability goals continue uh, to push the envelopes as well. Um, and, and really at the heart of what Hussman's all about is working directly with our customers. You know, we have what we call the Hussman promise, continuously providing the most customer focused solutions and food retailing. Well, if they want to go the sustainability route, we want to be right there hand in hand with them. And that's important. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we've developed these already. Uh, we know that's not going away and there's going to be continued investment in those areas. And so uh, look for that to be a bigger and bigger part of what food retailers are doing across the board. Yeah, it goes much more sustainability for the retailer goes much more farther beyond is paper or plastic, sure, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> or even your recyclable bags, if yeah. we can remember to bring them in when we go in the store. But <laughs> <Right>. um, so, <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I like that that there's a bigger push for sustainability. I think we can all um, support that initiative. So, gosh, it was great talking to you today, Matt. Thank you so much for joining us. No, Susan, thank you so much for having me. Enjoyed it and uh, look forward to uh, much more from you guys. Great stuff you're putting out there. Awesome. Thank you. So that's it for us. I'm Susan Campbell, and that was another episode of The Big Rethink. Tune in to new episodes every other Wednesday for a fresh take on how technology and creativity are changing the way work gets done.